0: Friends, Karen Pennington here, and I like puzzles. I'm not good at puzzles. (laughs) It's actually part of the fun, in that I will see a piece and have no idea where it fits or where it goes in the puzzle. Sometimes I will see this same piece at the beginning of maybe like a thousand piece puzzle and be like, I won't even understand, like, it doesn't even look like it belongs to the puzzle. And then it'll be, I kid you not, a thousand piece puzzle will be in the last three or four pieces. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) and that's what makes the puzzle complete. Uh, Doing puzzles is one of many things that, several things that I love and I'm not good at. I'm also a terrifically horrible dancer. Uh, But I enjoy it, so it's probably amusing. But that's besides the point. Let's go back to puzzles. So sometimes I find them calming. For some reason, there's something about... I used to go to my library when they did this, and I would just go and sit down. I'd be there for hours, and I'd get, like, ten pieces of the puzzle. And I just found it so satisfying, somehow calming. It, like, defragged my brain. But um, I'm not good at seeing one piece and figuring out how it fits in the big p- picture now it's really bad if i don't have the picture you know the box of the puzzle in front of me that takes forever but and i've had that but even when i'm looking at the big picture even when i know this is where it's going i don't always see how that one little piece that little piece that random thing that looks like it has like the colors don't even seem to match i don't always see where it fits in the big picture and. It, I like, that's kind of fun. It's frustrating at first because I'm like, it's go here. Just go here. Because it doesn't go anywhere. And then right at the end, this little random, sometimes ugly, even seems out of place piece is actually part of what completes the puzzle. It, it's part of what makes it unique, part of what makes it beautiful. And it's, oh, and I find it so satisfying and actually exciting to kind of figure it out, um, well, today in my Bible reading, I was planning on, once again, going somewhere totally different. And I discovered something and a pretty familiar story to me that was like one of those pieces. And it was such a random piece in this story that I don't even remember reading it before. As many times as I've read this story, I don't even remember reading about this person before. And, you know, God's the great puzzle master puzzle maker he sees every piece and knows exactly what an important role it has and in this case it was a role in a pretty significant victory in the lives of the israelites and we're in judges four eleven. the name of this puzzle piece was heber the kenite ring any bells to any of you me neither i didn't even remember his name and this is what it said heber the kenite had left the other kenites the descendants of Hobab, Moses' brother-in-law, and pitched his tent by the great tree in Zananim, near Kadesh. Seems pretty insignificant. <laughs> Where on earth does this puzzle piece fit? Well, let me give you some context. Biggest context, were in the book of Judges. We have the Israelites who have escaped Egypt, have, uh, you know, the Egyptian king and all of that, they have um, wandered through the desert. They have now gained most of their land, their promised land, through, through Joshua. And Joshua's gone now. And once Joshua was gone, all the leaders he had trained were gone. The Israelites got naughty again. They just kept, the, the whole book of Judges is them forgetting God, doing what they want, then God delivering them into the hands of the people that they hadn't yet defeated, and them being subject to them, them crying out to God. God creating a judge, which was a leader, to deliver them, and then them being delivered, and then them being disobedient again. Lather, rinse, repeat. This was just a whole cycle of disobedience. Failure, crying out to God, deliverance, disobedience. And um, So the phase of the cycle we're in now is Deborah being the judge of Israel. Now, this is the only female judge mentioned in the book of Judges. I love this story because I love, honestly, I love the nod to women. I like men. I have no problem with men. Men are good. Men are needed. But I just love that in this kind of male-dominated society, they talk about how a woman can be in leadership as well. A woman can have power without any way putting down a man. And a woman can be a hero. And really, the real hero in the story isn't even Heber the Kenite, but he's a big piece of the puzzle because he was the one that moved there. It's his wife. (laughs) So here's the backstory. So the Israelites were naughty again, and so... God delivered them into the hands of Jabin, king of Canaan, the Canaanite king. Canaanites were one of the groups of people that were left to keep the Israelites in check, they said. And, um, and Joshua, God left a few people there to say, okay, this is your land, but you mess up. These people are going to take it from you. Um, they're going to enslave you. And so Deborah was leading the judge, leading and kind of judging and making these decisions and the canaanite king was over them uh his name was jabin and he was a pretty strong king uh, the way that they showed that was that he had 900 chariots uh, a chariot is like so you have soldiers <laughs> and then you have horses and if you have a horse you're going to be able to take down a lot of soldiers because you're faster and you're higher ground and you can see more and you're more agile. Now, if you have chariots, that's a higher level of being able to do battle because now you're able to, you know, one person can drive a chariot and another person can shoot or you can see and it's even quicker and it's, it's a sign of wealth and dominance and all that sort of thing. And so they had 900 chariots. And um, so God said, all right, he cried out to me. We're going to give you some deliverance. Again, and through Deborah, the prophetess, the judge, he said, this is what's going to happen. It's going to happen through Barak. Barak was the mighty king. I know that sounds familiar. <laughs> we had a leader named Barak. Um, but he said, all right. <laughs> In all his mightiness, Barak said, I'll go, but you got to go with me, Deborah. <laughs> and Deborah's like, all right, I'll go with you. But because you said that, you're not going to get the glory. This is God's victory, but it's going to be a woman that does it. Um, not Deborah. So they go up towards him and they're, um, sort of close to this place, uh, near Kadesh where, where he, uh, where Heber had, near Kadesh where Heber had pitched his tent. And I love, I love, I love what it says. It says um, oh now I'm gonna forget. I'm so sorry, I'm I'm losing it. Um, go this day. Barak went down to Mount Tabor, and this is verse 15, at Barak's advance the Lord rooted Sisera. That was the king, that was the army. That was the general of the army. The Lord rooted Sisera and all his chariots and army by the sword. And Sisera got down from his chariot and fled on foot. Now, Barak had taken not all 12 tribes, only two of the tribes, Zebulon and Naphtali. These were not the significant tribes. These were kind of the smaller tribes, minor tribes, if you, <laughs> if there was such a thing. He just took two of his tribes. Um, he just he took 10,000 men and... Um, Jabin's king, the Canaanite king, he took 900 chariots. That's like, for 10,000 people, 900 chariots. So basically, I have one chariot for every 10 of your men, and then I have a lot other men as well. (laughs) So if you got chariots, you got horses. So like the full force of the army came against him. But it's significant. It didn't say, Barak was so great of a military leader that he went after this great army, and they defeated them 10 to 1. No, that's not what it said. It said at Barak's advance, the Lord rooted Sisera. So something, God did something where Barak's command wasn't to be great. It was to go. And he rooted Sisera and all his chariots and armies by the sword. I wonder how on earth did that happen? Was it like an angel army where people just kind of like like I would be doing, swinging and had this dumb luck where they were cutting people down without knowing what they were doing? I've done that before in bowling, you know, where you just kind of roll. I roll and close my eyes and strike. Well, that wasn't my wasn't my skill. Um, something that maybe something seemed sort of random and they were just kidding these things. Like maybe somebody was shooting a bow and it was hitting somebody right in the heart who was on a horse or a chariot. But whatever happened, it's very clear here that Barak didn't do it. God did it. And so Sisera fled. Sisera, this great, mighty warrior who was striking... You know, fear into the hearts that struck enough fear into the hearts of the Canites uh, that they created a a uh, alliance with them. Now, who are the Kenites The Kenites were sort of cousins to the Israelites. They were descendants of Moses' brother-in-law and Hobab, Moses' brother-in-law, Hobab. But the they were scared enough of the Canaanites that they had struck a an alliance with them. Like, okay, we'll help you out, just don't kill us, but so enter Heber. Remember that puzzle piece from, that you, we set aside earlier before. We're like, what on earth does he have anything to do with the Israelites? So Heber was, was a Kenite, but he had, by birth, but he had left the Kenites. He was no longer part of that tribe. He said, "I'm just going to go out on my own." And he pitched a tent near um, He pitched a tent near Kadesh. Well, guess what? Sisera. Army being defeated. He's going, what on earth? (laughs) This tiny little nothing nation, of Israel, not even all of them are coming against me. I got my chariots. And he's probably like flabbergasted. Like I'm so much stronger than them. I have, we're over them. I have so much more ability than them. And somehow we're getting beat. I don't know what to do. I need to regroup. So he fled. He fled, this mighty warrior, (laughs) fled before these tiny little Israelites because it wasn't them. It was God, you know? So he fled And then he saw this guy, the puzzle piece, Heber. And he said, Oh, I can. We're alive. This is a safe place. I can go in this tent. Nobody will see me. I don't have nobody's gonna bother them. I don't have my cherry. I don't have anything. Because we have an alliance with them, right? So he goes to the Kenite, he goes into the uh into the tent. So let's think about it. We have a Kenite, Sisera thinks this is, our, um, this is our ally. And then he goes into the tent. But what really is happening is there's somebody who's an independent person who has no alliance, no protection, no anything. And they know that the army that just defeated this guy, this guy's defeated. that the army that defeated this guy is coming after him. The army against one man. So he goes to the Kenite and he goes into the tent and he gets the Kenite's wife. Her name is JL. He says, oh, thank goodness. You're an ally. You're an ally. Can you hide me? Can you give me something to drink? Let me rest. Look out for me. So, <laughs> so he said, give me water. Oh, I'll do better. I'll get you skin of milk. Well, you know. If I want to go to bed tonight at night, I want milk. So he's already tired. She's like, I'll do one better. I'll soothe you. You get I'm gonna give you some milk. And she gives him milk and oh, thank you so much, my ally. Let's check. Just watch out. Tell me if someone watch out for me. Tell me if someone's coming. And she's like, you know, lets him fall asleep. <laughs> she she watches out for him, alright. She <laughs> takes a tent peg and just drives it through his temple. He's dead immediately so the one place he goes that he thinks he's safe (laughs) is probably the worst place in the world and so when the Israelites come by and say you know it said there he lay dead (laughs) I love verses like that Uh, stand in the doorway he told her and um, there lay Cicero with a tent peg through his temple dead (laughs) i love that picture i mean it's horrible but so the israelites come through and they say where is he and he's there it's like they go after him and probably just as confusing to the israelites as this great army they start beating him it's like oh we're winning and then they go after him going we need to get him and not only is he not running he's, he's there you know by a woman in this random puzzle piece I mean, who but God could have known? The divine playmaker, the puzzle maker, this little random piece didn't seem to fit in anywhere. He was a Kenite who wasn't really a Kenite. He was an Israel, but he wasn't an Israelite. And he was randomly in this place near Kadesh, which was so far off that... The ruler of this army fled there and that was the place he thought he thought he was going to be safe. But that was the random place where God put this person who wasn't really his ally. I mean, are you seeing the randomness here or not randomness? (laughs) This little piece. This guy, maybe a nothing guy in the people's eyes. they They probably didn't miss him. He left. And a woman. Women definitely were not looked at as warriors, let alone the person who wins the war, heroes. Just... And who would have thought a tent pig? I mean, all these random things, a tent pig, a skin of milk, a guy who doesn't want to be part of his family anymore, and a tent out in the middle of nowhere. That's how God defeated an army. I think of all the little pieces in my life. I think of things that happen that I go, oh my goodness, that was so pointless. I think of people that I never thought would be significant that were. God can use anything. God does use anything. Whether it seems pointless or whether it just seems downright hurtful. Who knows what this Kenite was thinking when he left his family. I'm guessing there might have been some pain there. You don't usually leave your country or your family without some sort of pain. Who knows what Barack was thinking when he went up against, well, we know what he was, he was kind of scared. But everything, God works all things together for the good of those who love him. Romans 8, 28. And I think of my life and I think of even right now, The way I'm speaking right now and the things that come to mind that all of a sudden Have meaning and purpose and how much On the other side of heaven, I'm gonna look at things that seem like the most insignificant details You may feel like you're an insignificant detail. You may feel like Heber like I'm a man or a woman without a country without a purpose All I do is work at a factory. All I do is push a broom. All I do is answer the phones. You have no idea how significant you are in God's sight. You have no idea how important you are to the completion of the puzzle. And if you feel outcast, if you feel separate, if you feel other than, you may just be the most important piece thank you just let yourself be used oh lord thank you so much for your victory thank you so much for physical puzzles and the joy they bring me lord and i confess i don't always view life like that i don't always get excited to see where the puzzle piece fits in sometimes i just want to throw it away sometimes i want to throw away the puzzle and sometimes i just want to get mad at you for not telling me the answer forgive me for my lack of faith lord But today, right now, I want to stand and affirm nothing is garbage to you, God. You use absolutely everything for the good of those who love you and for your glory. And God, help me play my role, Lord Jesus. And I ask you to give me and us all the eyes and the faith to see the unseen, to see that we we have a part, God, and to take joy in the part we play. Oh, Jesus, I look forward to someday seeing the whole puzzle piece, seeing the whole puzzle, and putting that last piece in. But right now, I'm enjoying the journey, Lord. Thank you for for allowing me to be part of this great tapestry and beauty and art we call life. May we all just learn to enjoy our role in it, no matter how big or small. Well, it's always a significant role, God, because you make us significant. In your name, Amen. Be blessed, my friends.